2020 has been one of the strangest years to date and I think we can all agree we are in dire need of a bit of festive cheer and fun and campness. I am Christmas obsessed and have a few friends who feel the same. Join us over the next few days as we laugh about the ghosts of Christmas's past, present and future. I hope this podcast keeps you company as you pick up the last of your gifts, finish up work and settle in for some cosy nights at home surrounded by loved ones and miles and miles of tinsel. I'm Brian Dowling and this is Brian's Big Camp Christmas Chats. Today's podcast is proudly sponsored by Blank Canvas. Blank Canvas are renowned for their award-winning brush tools available in over 700 pharmacies and online at blankcanvascosmetics.com. Their F20 is the Rolls-Royce of foundation brushes and this year they've launched a special Christmas edition in a soft touch festive red. Use my discount code BRIAN20, valid on all orders over €15. The discount code BRIAN20 is valid until January 31st, 2021. Shop now on BlankCanvasCosmetics.com There was only ever one person I could finish off the year with. The only person who's as camp as me. Go wild for Pip O'Connor! Today is the very last episode of my Christmas podcast, Brian's Big Camp Christmas Chats. The really ever only was one lady I wanted to sit down today and have a good chat with. Sadly, she wasn't around or available, so I asked Pip O'Connor. <laughs> it was always you, darling. Oh, thank you for having me. And today is the 23rd of December, so it's Christmas Eve, Eve. Exciting. And I thought you and I would have a glass of our favorite pink fizz. And I'm now going to pop this bad boy live. So everyone, no, mind. You please, ready? Please be careful. Woo! Happy Christmas! <laughs> I've never got drunk on a podcast before. First time for everything. Pass me your glass, mummy. Thank you. We should explain why I call you mommy. It's because of Peppa Pig. <laughs> oh, dreaded Peppa Pig. I'm glad my boys are kind of over Peppa now. She's a little yes. bold, isn't she? She is a little bold because Harvey is obsessed with Peppa and mommy pig and daddy pig and Mrs. Rabbit. How did we start calling each other that though? Because I was listening to Peppa with Harvey and then one day I came round to your house yes. and we could roam around our counties free. When we could. When we could. And I would say to you, hello mommy, where's daddy? <laughs> You're right, that's no. where it started. And then you turned around and you went, daddy's out getting some lunch for the boys. But mommy's here to play. And then she poured me some champagne. I'm still pouring the glass. There we go. Oh, okay. I don't fill it up to the top. I don't like it full to the top. Ah, you're only saying that now because you're being recorded. Will you shut up on a night out? Give me more. Can I get a double? <laughs> so hang on. Why are you supposed to let the bubbles breathe? Well, I'd like to put it back into the cooler so it'll be cold, Daddy. So let's do it. Cheers. You got to look in the eyes. Cheers, Cheers, darling. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. And I have a little sip. Okay. Here we go. There's a funny story about the champagne. I'll tell you now. I obviously brought this down from Rathangan in County Kildare and I put the little gorgeous gold cooler thing in the freezer. Yeah. The champagne was obviously in the fridge all night and then I put them in the car this morning and then Arthur, when we drive, Arthur's always cold. Arthur had the, the heating on and they're in a full face, the hair. I'm like, I had this at the base of my feet. So about 45 minutes into the drive, I went, 
that fucking champagne will be warm. It'll be like soup. People go mad. And then we actually turned the heating on. We Don't were like, say that. I'm the most easiest going person ever, painting a terrible picture of me. First lie of the podcast. <laughs> I have to say, though, there's nothing worse than a warm drink. No, I agree in general. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said, no, no, no. And then we were like this in the car. It's so cold. How are you? I feel like I've not seen. As much of you as I normally would. I know, because you're residing in Kildare now, we did see a lot of each other when we were allowed. And then it was such a big amount of time. It was a big gap that we couldn't see each other. So that was nice. Yeah, so you that's why you look so fresh <laughs> yeah. and well-rested. You're glowing. I was getting, like I said to Brian, other hus- my other Brian, husband Brian, he gave you the number of our gate. So you, yes. I would just see you come in. Like, this is true. Like unannounced. Unannounced. Like, oh, Jeannie. This is actually is a true again. story. I now can buzz in and out. So look, kind of, I've not got you off guard yet. Not yet. And I'm raging. But I know it's coming. So ne- it was nice. I knew I could roam freely in my house in my dressing gown. <laughs> and I knew you weren't going to Surprise. appear. But, but you're back now. I had my birthday with you because we could roam around our county then mm. in June. And I can't believe that was six months ago. And we're now in December. Because sometimes I feel this year has gone by so quickly. I know. And then I think, ah, oh, it's only December. I know. It does. Yeah, in a way, it feels like a week. And then another way, you're like, oh, have we been in lockdown for two years? That's what it feels like. It, yeah, it does. I have moments of kind of being like, okay, this is okay. I'm, you know, I... I I got this. And then I have other days of being like, oh God, it's just absolutely fed up with this now. People are always asking me how I met you. And they always ask them about Donal. How do I know Donal? How do I know you? We did an anniversary recently. Was it how many years have we met each other? Was oh, it, that's romantic. That, well, we'd, we'd had a special anniversary. D- 10 years? Was it 10 years? Yeah. Was it 10 years? Um, hold on. You got engaged right. during the panto. So that maybe was it's 2009. More. Do we meet in 2008? Okay, I can't count. It, can't we know count. each other longer than, than yeah. 10 years. Actually, that's funny about me, a panther. Didn't you say to Simon Delaney, our director, they asked Pippa to do her I thing. don't know how I got that job, by the way. The worst ever. I put a, a good word in for you. We were, we, we, like, let's just be realistic. You and I didn't know each other before we'd done the panto. No. We obviously heard of each other. We didn't know each other. And we laughed. I never heard of you, just so you know. Okay, bitch. <laughs> that actually, see, this is how quick she is. This is how quick she is. And we laughed for how many months and weeks doing that. And then you said to Simon's Laney one time, Pippa had to walk and talk. And she said to Simon, Simon, can I do this? Can I walk and talk? And Simon's Laney went, I don't know, can you? <laughs> At the same time. At the same time. And we were like, oh, she's just the blonde ditzy model. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is she a model? <laughs> Couldn't be. How is she a model? Who the hell gave her a job? So we, yeah, we met during I Panto. I often wonder that myself Yeah, too. well, we're still around. And then it was Donna. We all met during Panto. I think when you meet someone in Panto, you're either going to like them or you don't like them. I know, because it's so intense, isn't it? I describe it being a bit like Big Brother. You're forced into a situation with people you don't necessarily know. Yeah. And then they see the highs and lows. And it's also during a very emotional time, which is Christmas. Yeah. You're doing two shows a day. You're so tired. If you do an 11 o'clock show, you then may have nothing to do for four or five hours. I know. And we used to go off and get bags of chips. Do you remember? Yes. We'd be so And I would have a full face. Leo Burdox because it was close to us. Makeup on because I was playing an ugly sister. Obviously. So tell me, Pippa. The first question of Brian's Big Camp Christmas chats. How has 2020 been for you? Oh, um, oh well. Oh, 
take a sip of champagne. Oh, where do I start? We should do that thing in Sex and the City where Miranda says to Charlotte, take a sip and she gets pissed. Yeah, if we keep taking sips, I will be pissed by Get the end of Pippa this. drunk. Get <laughs> Pippa drunk. How has 2020 been? It's been so up and down, to be very honest with you. I like what you did there, up. Up Good. and down. Up and down, I like it. I am, um, I'm thankful that considering I've had such a busy year work-wise, like I've had the busiest working year probably of my career to date, it's been nice that I've been forced to stay at home because I have been home with the boys, which has been lovely, especially during the summer, the first lockdown. Like, I think we'll really look back at those months and go, God, that they were really special. Um, as much as lockdown has been hard on everyone, I think everyone will agree that it was nice to spend time with people to actually do things together and, you know, things you might necessarily do, like your board games, going out for a cycle. And they're not things that I do every single day. So it was nice to do those kind of things, especially with the boys being so young and they loved it. You know, me being home every day, they thought it was great crack. Um, so that element I really enjoyed. I found it stressful work wise, trying to work from home and doing things from the kitchen table and not being face to face and not being able to travel. That was Stressful, but we got there. <laughs> Tommy Bow also said when we chatted him on the second episode of the podcast, him and his wife had just had a little baby boy, yeah. Jamie, just before lockdown. And it was so amazing for him to, to be spend there. to be there mm. and with his little uh, his daughter who's three, but to be around and spend that quality time yeah. that they will have forever. And I said to him, I said, I felt quite guilty saying that for me, much like with you, it was quite nice to slow down Completely. from traveling so much and yeah. spend time with everyone. But not everyone has been as fortunate being able to kind of do that yeah, and enjoy it. Did you yeah. not find at some point with 2020 like enough now? Oh, yeah. It's funny, the emotions. Like one day I'd wake up and I'd, and I'd think, OK, I'm going to tackle the to-do list. I'm going to go for my walk and I'm going to come back and I'm going to get the slow cooker out and I'm going to try and be a great cook and mother today. And then the next day we're like, oh, I'm totally fed up. Let's order a takeaway. Yeah. Like it's just so, you have, the emotions You have good intentions. Over, yeah, emotions all over the place. But I think that's completely normal. Do you think it's been a quick year or a slow year? May, kind of slow I suppose because you haven't you haven't been going here and there you're not nipping in and out of town you're not socialising you're not getting on a flight so it does kind of feel like oh god I've been at home a lot which has its pros and it's been nice but probably slow yeah slow I think I think next year what everyone needs to do I said that no one's ageing in 2020 no one ages press pause on that really? yeah no one's ageing <laughs> okay and then I was thinking the holidays and everything for 2021, people have to go extra hard I at think, it. Isn't that going to be hopefully the best part of all this, that we're hopefully going to come out the other side? And I think I'm an appreciative person anyway, but I know myself that I'm going to go forward now and I am unbelievably going to appreciate a night out with my friends, dinner out with my husband, going on a family holiday. Like I am really going to not ever take those things for granted. Well, I think your appreciation needs to start here and tell me what you're getting me for Christmas. Because I've not got it yet. <gasps> well, I was going to wait until tomorrow. Christmas to be Eve. Okay, well, that's traditional. Thank you. Can you give me a hint? Um, It has bells on it. It has bells 
Yeah. On it. And you'll hear it's coming. And I'll hear it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's nice. Okay, let's push on to the next question. I was saying this year, I've said to all the guests we've had for the last seven days, is that this year I think we need to have Christmas spirit mm. and festivity. I'm practically coming off my seat. I know, I say you're this. so excited. But honestly, like never before. Yeah. Because we were out and about and you th- shopping and when we couldn't, it's all been so like, you almost felt a bit like Christmas couldn't be what it normally is because of the restrictions or the yes. guidelines. I said, no, I let's add, people need, when you see people, hi, how are you? Happy Christmas. You need that eye contact because you can't physically shake someone's hand. Do so you, I said, this year we need it. I agree. And do you think that people have made such an effort this year? I do, even like with their with their homes yeah. and putting up Christmas trees early and just getting excited. And I think that's lovely that people have really embraced it because we have to have something to do. Be excited about it. There's also a house in Rathangan that was on my stories a few weeks ago. And this lady does it for the hospice in Cora in Newbridge, which is an amazing cause. And she decorated our whole house. I love that. And normally I wouldn't be around at the time of year to go up and see it. North and I went up to see it and I thought, oh my God, even just standing there and you make a little donation if you go to the house. And it was such a nice thing to do. And there was loads of people out and about, but everyone was so wary that I've not been near each other. Yeah. And being respectful. That was so nice to see. Do you think there's an appropriate time when the Christmas tree and the lights should go up. Now, I know you go all out for Christmas. Like, honestly, how many trees did you have last year? And uh, how many trees have you got this year? Um, three. Okay. Oh, I thought it was more. No, one in our um, hall. hall. Yeah. One in our kind of living area. And yep. then the boys have a little one in their playroom. Actually, four. And, they right. have, and then they have a tiny little one in their bedroom. Right. Is that class? Yes. Four? Yeah, four. Four. Okay. Three and a half. Three and a half. <laughs> and, they, and they decorate theirs themselves. Yeah, so I let them go full hog on their tree. And then I'm like, Monica, on the other ones. Yeah. Like, if they ask to help, which they they kind of get bored. So I let them do their one first. Yeah. So by the time that's finished, oh. there's a method to my okay, madness. Okay, these are tips for people next year. Yeah, let the kids go full hog on right. their tree. Yeah. And then by the time it's finished, they don't care about the rest of them. So I get the other two to myself. They're not bothered. Yeah. If by any chance they say, can I help? I say, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> And I let them help. Mommy loves you. Yeah. Come on in and help. And don't, I'm like this. Don't, don't hit a baby at Christmas. <laughs> don't, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. And then they go to bed and I just change it all and fix it. Nice. Yeah. And then, the, oh, don't get me started on Brian Ormond. He. Let's start on Brian Ormond. I think he did this on purpose. So I went and collected beautiful baubles from my main big tree in Say the hall. Say beautiful baubles again. Beautiful, beautiful baubles. Thank you. Nine and a half foot tree. Huge. Touch the nine and a half thousand. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> so I collected all these beautiful that's a big baubles. Tree. Yeah. And Butterfingers. Like. The, the cost of a ball per bauble. And Did he drop the baubles, mommy? Well, any time he picked one up, he'd, oh, he'd like drop it and break it. And he'd say, oh, these things are so finicky. Clumsy daddy. And I'm beginning to think he did it on purpose. So yeah, I wouldn't ask like him them. again. Yeah. I've never heard Brian Owen been described as Butterfingers. <laughs> Butterfingers Ormond. Oh, I'm going to change his name in my contacts to Butterfingers Ormond. He'd be raging. <sighs> So he doesn't go near the baubles anymore. Oh, okay. Um, the Christmas lights outside now, he did a good that, job on. They were good. Because even Arthur was like, when he said it to Brian, Brian was like, you having a laugh? I think that's exactly what he said. Arthur went, I can't do an impression of Arthur's accent, so I'm not going to, because he sounded like he's a Dracula. Because <laughs> I always say Arthur talks like this. He doesn't. Arthur said to Brian, did you do that yourself? <laughs> and Brian that's went, the worst impression I of Arthur. I can't do an impression of Arthur. 
Did you do that to yourself? <laughs> that's not, I don't know why. It's not the count from Sesame Street. That's not how he's. One, two, three. So he's, Arthur says to Brian, Did you do that to yourself? And then Brian goes, Are you having a laugh? And as he's hugging him, he's like that. But Brian did it himself. Of course he did. Yeah. Yeah. It took him the whole day and like raw hands, but um, he was very proud of himself. When is a, a good day, do you think? Excluding 2020 being the year that it is, yes, maybe people are pulling the trees up that little mm. bit earlier. But I think after Halloween is appropriate, like from the 1st of November. Oh God, yeah. For, for me now, 1st of November is even a little bit too early. I like to have it up for the toy show. So yes. it's the last Friday of November. Yeah. That's kind of what I've always done. So I right. stuck to that this year as well. Yeah. I think people were fearful, weren't they? That there wouldn't be a toy show this year. I think people <gasps> were so relieved that there was. I know. Yeah. Favourite night of the year. I know. And so exciting for us this year because it was the first year that Ollie, who is seven and a half, very important, like mega excited about the toy show. Spoke yeah. about it for weeks coming up to it. Yeah. So it's, that's what I love most now is seeing the excitement in the boys. It's just magical. I think, like me, you, you love Christmas. I do. I think the older I get, I love it more. And now that I have kids and we're making our own tradition, you know, when you're when you're younger, the traditions are so different. So mm. it's nice now to kind of make our new own ones as a family. I think that's special. What was Christmas like for you growing up as a little girl? <laughs> it was... It was always good. I always have good memories. My my grandparents were such a huge part of our life. Dodo and Carl, we called them. Their names were Doreen and Carl. They didn't like to be called Nana and Grandad. They said that made them feel old. Oh, nice. So we called them Dodo and Carl. Um, we always had Christmas in their house and they'd have maybe 25 to 30 of us there. So it was always a big... Wow, that's massive. Right? A big affair. That's a lot of pressure. She She had eight children and then you can imagine all their children. Yeah. So there was, there was a lot of us. So Christmas was always big for us and always like a special occasion. And I have great memories of, of being with my grandparents and cousins. And that's nice. What were you like as a child on Christmas Eve with the idea that oh, Santa. So excited. His arrival was imminent. In, imminent. And was Louise like, get to that bedroom and do not open your eyes to an appropriate time. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I still remember that, you know, like yeah, it was yesterday. Too. I know. Um, And my, my mom, God love her, would go to so much effort. And it kind of reminds me now of how the boys react to me. Like I love, as you know, decorating for any occasion. No, do you? <laughs> Whatever the occasion is, I am, I am decorating. She goes all out. I do. Um, and I think I definitely got that from my mother. She would be decorating for Easter, Halloween. This was like before people did Don't that. Did that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'd always kind of have a joke and slag her going, oh, what do you like? But we loved it. And my boys even do that to me now. They're like, oh, mom, there you are. More lights. Oh, you're lighting more candles. Oh, there's another wreath. But I'm hoping they secretly like it. Love it and yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I want I want them to have good memories as well. What I like about Christmas is a word you used is tradition. Yeah. I quite like the tradition of getting Santa's table ready and yeah. picking the biscuit and the milk and the carrot and getting everything ready and getting your new PJs. There's two or three days of the year where Arthur and I wear the exact same clothes. And that would be Christmas Eve, we have to wear matching pyjamas. Yeah. Christmas Day, we have to wear matching, matching jumpers. jumpers. Do you have I, them? You obviously have them well in Darling, I have them like September, October. Yeah. I'd everything wrapped Do people know Halloween. this about you? You're annoyingly organized when it comes to uh, nights out holidays presents yeah uh, Christmas yeah you're you're pretty annoying yeah 
No, I know. <laughs> because like, if we're doing anything, say we're going away. Yeah. I'm going, well, I have this. And it's like two weeks. And you're like, oh. Brian, are you having a laugh? I've not even thought about I've it. I've not even thought about and it. And I would hound you. You'll twi- send me pictures of what you're wearing. Like this he'll take a Polaroid of yeah. his suitcase and yeah. send it to me an outfit yeah. for each day. Yeah. And yeah. he'll be like, here's my, here's my outfit for Ibiza. Just wondering, are you going to go on the same vibe? And I'm like, same vibe. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. You're so- like, I've not even booked my flight yet. What are you on about? <laughs> totally. I am very like that. You're very like Even like when we were trying to get together for Christmas or have a lunch or have a drink or blah, blah, blah. And we were still like in a level five lockdown. And you were like, there's no guarantee we can. I'm like, well, even if we can, I've got this black suit shirt. What do you think? <laughs> and you have a plan A, B and C. If we can't go there, we can go here. And then you can wear this and I can wear that. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, let me go. Yes, because I knew the pajamas I wanted Arthur and I to wear tomorrow night for Christmas Eve. I knew, got them in Duns and it was around... October, they were plaidy and I wanted them. Wow. Yeah, and the same. And Do you not get bored? Like, I love the excitement of kind of getting things last minute and... No, because that's not me. Yeah, boring. Yeah, okay. No. I'm taking a sip. You have presents wrapped like before there's Christmas music playing. Like, do you know I want play to... Christmas music as I rap on them, bitch. Okay, but you've done that like prior to Halloween. Yes. How, but, yeah, because okay. it's organisation. Because also with me is if I I'm going to get... If I'm I just gonna can't get relate, some... but I suppose that what makes the world go round. That's why you and I just aren't that close. Yeah. We don't get each other. We don't. That's what this podcast is about. It's yeah. an interfrenchion. <laughs> Cheers, by the way. Cheers. <laughs> by the way, I'm actually quite impressed. My glass isn't even half empty. No. <laughs> I am super organized, but I think that's because I'm one of seven. And maybe I've always, I'm the only boy I've always had to be. But I, if I know what I'm getting Christmas presents, say for Arthur, for example. What if you change your mind? Like in. Oh, you're not allowed to. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh. oh no, why did you say that? <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no. I no, see, no. that's my biggest fear no, with the kids, no, why especially. Are you so mean? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, it's nasty. Just the way they change. Like Louis, Louis, every two minutes. I think I want to train. I I would think I want. Okay, so are you a comparing bike? me to your four year old son? <laughs> I am 42. <laughs> that is the most endearing slash offensive thing. And she said like this, why don't you change your mind? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm when I'm in. When I, you know me. Yeah. When I'm in. You're in. When I'm not in. You're out. There's, there's, <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no. But you know, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very black and white. What are you, in that Brian? <laughs> I'm very, I'm in. I'm very black and white in that situation. But I think I'm like that in general. Even a bit if, like your hair at the moment. <laughs> yes. Yes, the hair at the moment. I needed lots of toners. And because of lockdown, couldn't get to a salon. And even it's a bit yellow on oh, top, isn't it? Oh, thank you so That's much. That's the water in Kildare. That is the Welcome water. to my world. Listen, Miss Hulk, your hair, you were rocking green. <laughs> Miss Hulk, for Nadia Ford's wedding, your hair was green. And Nadia's hairdresser went, ah, here, love, you got green hair. Th- okay, throw me under a bus on your podcast. Can I point to- out? And you were like this, a few wines in. Try three bottles. You're like, well, the water. Were like, I'm like, oh, you've got hair like Miss Hulk. Got your nap off. Your hair was green. Don't come for me. I've sorted it though. Have you? Yeah. Under this light, you're looking a little mistletoey. So like you and I are like the fucking Irish flag. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Christmas. (laughs) I think I'm feeling a bit lightheaded. Am I drunk? Am I coming off drunk? Have you eaten since yesterday? No. So yes, getting back on track. Welcome to Brian's big camp Christmas chats. Actually, actually, if there's one thing you would think I would need to change, I'm actually honestly now. Uh, what would it be? Me, let me get a word in. Okay, okay. So what you should say is be a better listener. 
I am. But also, I think people, I think people. See, here we go again. I think people misjudge the situation. Arthur. Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> Brian Dowling. <laughs> Going on. Welcome to the Brian Dowling Show. You will hear Pippa say three things. More, yes, more. This is why we get on so well. Because I'm so we... relaxed and yes. laid back. And I'm like, yes. okay, off you go. <laughs> Do you find, though, on a serious note, that there is a lot of pressure around Christmas for parents especially and maybe in 2020 because it's been such you know a horrible year that people may struggle to mm. deliver a Christmas yeah I think there's huge pressure at Christmas at the best of times but especially yeah. this year um and for parents you know once your kids I think get a little bit older and they want things like xboxes and I was going to say Game Boy, but I don't know if they're still around, are they? I don't know what language this is. Okay. I'm not from this domain. If you just said Barbie's head, rotating doll's head, you got me. <laughs> the expensive techie things. Okay. I think that brings huge yeah, pressure. Course. And Ollie is a little bit off that yet. Like he doesn't know that there's a new PlayStation or Xbox okay. or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, But that's, that's intimate. That's coming. So I think that brings huge pressure. It's just the expense. It's just insane how expensive everything is. But do you not think sometimes that children actually don't associate a price? No, they definitely with the don't. toy. And that's what I love about children when they're young. Like Louis wants football socks this year, and he wants, um, you know, things like coloring books, and they're the things that he genuinely put down on his list himself. And I love that that innocence and you know football socks. Hello. But he's obsessed with with socks and they have to be up. He pulls them. They have to be pulled right, right up like yeah. to the thigh. Yes. And they're skin tight. Yes. And I'm literally sweating. I need to like derobe, take the dressing gown off like to get them on. I'm, I'm like in a sweat. It's very funny. So, yeah, has an obsession with having football tights up to the as high as the hilt. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Going back to your question, I do... I do love that kids when they're young they don't it's not about what's expensive they no. don't care they just want what, what they like do you think kids are competitive amongst themselves and what stuff they get oh my from Santa and stuff God. like that I thought you were going to say competitive against each other I was just thinking of our, our two four and seven they're so competitive it's, it's hilarious yeah. how competitive they are we have these jumps out in the garden they're like hurdles like little show jumping jumps and when I say they're competitive Who can jump? Oh my who, who god can, who, who can, can clear jump? it? Who can clear it? The quickest and the highest Like the competitiveness is off the charts I played football with your boys And Ollie could not believe how good I was at football Even you were surprised That says a lot that my seven year old was surprised by you Isn't it? Yeah and plus he's a little Ollie's kind of sporty Yeah he's very sporty Yeah, yeah. But I people I, I, I then had to explain to Ollie, you know, back in the day when I worked in telly, when I could get the television jobs, <laughs> I, when back people in want to 1965, when I could be arsed and I thought the money was okay, I'll do it. I explained to him I was on a show, yeah. a children's show called SMTV, and we played a thing called Eat My Goal. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, he just couldn't get it. And I said how I was a goalie and I had to, we're playing against pop stars or TV presenters, and I was explaining how I would do little lessons to try and be good, and he still couldn't grasp the fact. I think our boys think yourself and Arthur are like, well, you more so. You're like these characters that just arrive through the door. And I say, Brian and Arthur are coming and their eyes like light up. I'd love, I'd love to be in their little brain to, to know what they actually think. They literally get so excited when you appear. 
do they know that you're paying us by the hour? How, have you told them that part? No, I haven't told them yeah. yet. Because I'm going to start doing the swipe up links on yes. Instagram. Yes. Just so other people can harm me. Yeah, sure. You do don't mind, do you? No, 100%. I'm glad no. to share you because I'm really bored, you know. But also they know that we bring sweets. I'm like, and I bring the sweets you're That's not supposed what. to have. You, like, you could but, go into the shop and get a little pack of buttons and they'd be delighted. You come in with the most inappropriate yeah. sweets. Hard boiled sweets. Hard. Chewits. Like, chewy things. Chewits wouldn't even be so bad. I don't even know what they are. And they're big tubs of things yeah. and I'm like thank you like hiding them. Yeah. and then before you know it Louis has like four in his pocket tell me and this is a this is when the mood changes in the room and it's a poignant question and as you can see as a TV host my voice changes to almost carry the weight of the question I'm now going to gaze out the window and turn to you and say Pip O'Connor tell us what does Christmas mean to you um Christmas to me means having a break. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to add that. Having a breakdown. Having a breakdown. Having a breakdown. Oh, no, genuinely, because, you know, we're, we have a shop open until Christmas Eve, launch a new brand, la 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 la, thing yeah. after thing. So yeah. I love Christmas, Christmas to New Year. I genuinely take a break. A break. That's what I love. I love just chilling out um, I'm not like I might dress up on Christmas day but I might not like I'm not bothered I'm not one of those people that have a Christmas outfit organised and I might since even, September like me no I wouldn't <laughs> I like I might put on a Christmas jumper or I might put on a dress depending how I feel but yeah. or I, stay in your PJs no I wouldn't do that oh okay okay. <laughs> trying to make you relatable there <laughs> sorry that's gone out the window I might do that on Stevenson's day on your own now girl <laughs> I might do that on Stevenson's day but point being, I love that I can actually chill if I want to. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that this year. Now we know what Christmas means to you. Thank you, Philippa Mary, like the Virgin <laughs> O'Connor. It was only recently of recent times I found out your middle name is Mary. So is yours though. Yes, I'm Mary Brian Patrick Robert. My first name's Mary. Yeah. <laughs> you really are a Mary. I am a Mary. I was shocked to see you were Mary. Philip and Mary Louise. I didn't know think it was Mary. I think everyone around your age. I was going to say my well, age. In your you're 60s. Much, you're much older than me. In your 60s. I think everyone is called What Mary. were the 50s like growing up in the 50s <laughs> in rural Kildare? What was it like? Quite interesting actually. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You went to school with Alan Hughes. <laughs> You were in the same class. Actually, you were you were ahead. Annie, we'll talk about that later. Let's push push through the next few questions. This champagne is going down nicely. It's like velvet in my throat. There's going to be complaints after this. <laughs> Favourite Christmas song. I honestly do not know this. I know ones we've heard in the last six episodes. Will I play it? Okay, we've got to... If, we, yeah, we're going to let you play it. Now, I'm hope. Well, I'm thinking... Well, okay, you play it first, then I'll tell you what I think it was going to what be. What are you going to do? Tell me no. I love Michael Bublé. We met Michael Bublé when we were on holiday with Nadia. <gasps> Wait, we've never told anyone this well, story. Well, that's because me and Michael went for drinks and... We've, I've never said this out loud and you haven't either. Should we tell the story? I think it's a very funny story. Why don't you lead the way? We were at Nadia and Dom's wedding. Fabulous wedding. Wasn't it stunning? What yeah. month? Um, what year? It was in June. And we weren't wearing masks. We were in... Puglia. Puglia. Italiano. 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 Beautiful si, si, part of Italy. Si, si. And we were travelling home. On our way home, we were all a little bit dishevelled. I didn't drink at all. My feet were so swollen. No shoes would fit me. Her feet were like, you know, I want to say. the heat and the drink. What happens to me? I turn into like, the elephant woman. Like Vienna roll. 
It's like you'd wear two big Vienna rolls. It happened in Mykonos for my sten. It's, and it's your drink feet were so and heat. swollen. You know yeah. my, uh, my, our mutual friend Leanne has a picture of those hooves. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. from hooves. You can, you can hang me with those soon on Instagram. So we were on our way from the wedding, traveling back to Barry Airport. And Nadia and Don, Dom had booked into a beautiful place called Borgo Ignacia. Stunning. Out of yeah. this world. Yeah. So us being us, yeah. we said we'll go there for lunch. Yeah. Crash the honeymoon. Ten espresso martinis later. Yeah. We we're did, like, we will we stay? Leave. What's that the thing in your last night holiday? Let's stay for two months. I know. We were like, will we just book we're, in? We're will we book, book in? in? We're gonna book in. Um. So two of our friends though were were staying as well with Nadia and yeah. Dom, and then they were leaving them to enjoy honeymoon. Blah blah blah. So. We go into Borgo Ignacia and it is out of this world, isn't it? The most stunning the swimming setup. pools. Oh my God. So we're there anyway and we're by the pool. Brian's on his 10th espresso martini. Yeah, you like... Oh, cheers! I was trying to be discreet. It's something like after four bottles. I mean, one bottle today. What day is today? Has it been Christmas yet? What's your name? Who are you? Hi. <laughs> so we're by the pool and I'll let you take over what happened from there. Well, basically, we're all kind of, you know, chilling by the pool. And it's quiet there, isn't it? Quiet, There's very few you know, people there. It's, drinking. It's, a, it's real, like, private place, private isn't it? Place. It's a place where I think I belong. Yeah. <laughs> and bring in mind, David and Victoria Beckham go oh, there quite a lot. they're always there. Yes. And Dominic is in the pool with the baby, Yeah, with Wyatt. beautiful little Wyatt. Yes, and he's talking. And we're almost like, I wonder who Dominic is. I wonder who Dominic is talking to. First of all, there was rumblings. Rumblings, is that the word? Rumblings at lunchtime that Michael Bublé was in the establishment. Yeah. Our friend Alan had said, Michael Bublé went, Michael Bublé is not here. Why would Michael Bublé be here? Mm. And then Dominic is swimming and talking to someone. They pick up having a fabulous conversation. And that person has a baby in their hand in as their well. Hand. And he introduced himself as says that he's Mike. a singer. Mike. And Mike. he's a singer. Yeah, no, yes. I, I liked that. My name is Mike. My name's Mike and I'm a singer. And we're like... That is Michael Bublé in the pool with Dominic Day. Oh my God. Yeah, that's exactly our reaction. And um, Pippa's like, oh, for God's sake, will you calm down? Stop turning around. And then Dominic's like, let's just do a chat with Michael Bublé. And I'm like, oh my God. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm, I'm a singer. I think, I think did Dominic say, oh, you, so nice what, what and so polite yeah, and what, friendly. What kind of songs do you sing? Yeah, what do you do? He's like, oh, you know, some Christmas bits, you know. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas in the middle of June. Yeah. And we were like, don't look, don't stare. We were like, don't, don't go to the airport, don't, don't go to the, go the airport. airport. Thankfully, everyone acted cool and didn't say anything. Michael, if you're listening to this now, give me a call. My number is 696969. Or contact me at brian at ormond.com. No one else has ever given me an answer like that to their favourite song and why. Oh. Yay. Now we know your favourite song. Favourite Christmas movie. Oh, um, oh, when I was younger, Miracle on 34th Street. That little, okay. What a movie. No. Oh, it's so nice. So Christmassy. Number two or close to number one would be Home Alone. It's been. Oh, what that's a movie. repetitively said. Oh, but you know what has reignited my love for it was turning it on a few weeks ago and the boys watching it right. and they are in hysterics yeah. when Kevin is at home putting on the aftershave and he's ordering the pizza and Ollie and Louie are Don't like, ruin the plot people who haven't seen it. They're looking at each other going 
oh my god we're gonna do that seeing them enjoying it so much you're just like oh like your heart that that's what it's all about do you think they'd be fearful have has ollie because he's older is he questioned thinking you wouldn't forget me mom would you like is he, is he worried at all or fearful because you probably could I, is he is he a bit like is he a bit like mm, is this my future like is this what's going to happen I said to him, what would you do if you were home alone? Oh, I'd be fine. I'd be able to feed myself. I could make myself a sandwich. I believe him. Yeah. The other one, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be just wearing the same socky tights thing for like yonks. <laughs> what was your favourite movie, Christmas movie as a child? Was it always Miracle on 34th Street? Miracle on 34th Street. And what else? Um, Love Elf. It's fun. Yeah, that is a fun one. Do you like um, National Lampoons? That's Brian's. Yes. Favorite, and we all Tommy Bow's favorite. What did he say that yes, as well? He said the same one in episode two. Yeah, I love Brian that. introduced me to National Lampoons a few years ago, so we always watch that around Christmas time. I just I think it's hilarious. I love yeah. that as well. And what I quite like about children um, at Christmas and their favorite movies, they can watch the same movie over and over. over. Harvey is the Grinch. He so runs out, buying, 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 grabs my finger, brings me in, and you have to be beside him. Best Christmas memory. Best Christmas memory. I think my earliest memory is at Christmas time. And I got, well, I came downstairs, first of all, and Santa's footprints were on the fireplace. Wow. And I, this is the first time I've ever seen this. And I thought, oh my God. Like how amazing. I was blown away. More so than the present. I just thought that this was incredible. And... That year I got a pink tricycle and I, that's my earliest, oh, earliest girl. memory. <laughs> Louise must know Santa pretty well. Like he's going to stand up and put the footprints on the fireplace. I know. So what age were you? I must have been three. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when did you learn to ride a proper bike? I haven't yet. A bit like you in the driving. Thank you so much. Best Christmas memory was definitely getting engaged. Christmas Eve got engaged 2009 and that was my... My best Christmas memory. Did he go down on bended knee? Yes, he did. Very romantic. Were you expecting it? Because you kind of, some of those people are expecting no. it. You weren't. I was so young and we were only together a year and a half. I was not expecting it. And because I was in the throes of Pantone so busy, it was the last thing that I imagined happening. And he obviously done it right because you got married. Yes. And you are, we, we are just I'm saying this, I... I'm one of those friends that sometimes can project and put pressure on other friends. You're like, what are we doing for your 10 year anniversary? 100%. I said, you're renewing the vows. I'm going to be your man of honor. I've made up my own title. I'm like, I don't even know if we can travel next year. Yes. And you have a whole wedding party planned. I've also got my outfit planned. Of course you do. <laughs> what is the most extravagant? You can't say you're engaged or in because that's not a Christmas present. What oh. is the most extravagant present you've ever received or you gave? Oh my goodness. Oh, um, the most extravagant gift I ever received. It's going to sound very materialistic, but probably a Chanel bag from Brian at oh, Christmas. Nice. Yeah, a That's classic. good. Did you drop, in inverted commas, subtle hints? Um, no, I, no, I don't really drop hints. He kind of, he has good taste and he would, you know, think, oh, Pip would like that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no. Sometimes I have to drop a few. Are you joking me? Arthur has better taste than you. He, you wouldn't have to tell him anything. Mm, it wouldn't be. When it, he's not. He is. Arthur's very kind. Yes, of course. But sometimes he needs to be forced into 
a region of certain things. So it's not really a present. It's like a, it's like a, yeah. a bribe. It's like a bribe. Yeah. So now we know that the Chanel bag, fabulous. Was there ever a gift or a Christmas, something you received <laughs> and you had to kind of fake it and go, ah, <laughs> this is lovely. Or were you kind of thought it was going to be something else? Oh, um, oh, I haven't thought says. about that one. Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever gotten something for Christmas and gone. What? You're not that nice. Of course you have. Come on, speak freely. You're you're I amongst can't. learner colleagues. Um, amongst colleagues. Yeah. I, no, I can't think of anything. Genuinely. What have you gotten that you went, really? There was one year I wanted a nice, gorgeous watch. Hmm. I wanted a watch. I wanted a watch. I, as you know, I don't wear watches. And you expected your husband to get you this? We were only boyfriends at the time. So why didn't you go and buy yourself your own watch, Daddy. Because Arthur had more money than I did, Daddy. So I thought he's you should got... never depend on anyone to buy you anything. Yes, that is a life lesson from this podcast. You do not. Arthur had Armenian money, honey. I was like, I want to watch, want to watch, want to watch, want to watch. And then he had a box and it was square. And I went, I finally got my watch. I'm so chuffed. I'm so delighted. You're so I'm materialistic. Peeling back the rip of the sellotape, the rip of the red paper, the gold bow is thrown on the floor. I'm like, oh my God, the box is white. The box is what black. The cellophane thing is over. Oh my God, it is not a watch. Is it, it is a dog speaker. A little puppy dog. speaker. Shaped like a pup. A dog that backflips and barks and it's a speaker. You connect your, you go back to 1960 when you could connect for Bluetooth thingy. It's a Bluetooth thingy. And it goes, rip, rip. Do you use it, it still? I never used it once see, people, I, pe- do you know what I like about this podcast people are getting to see the real you yes yes which is probably my downfall yeah probably this will be the last thing I ever do on a public platform <laughs> no one will ever hear from BDG again because you're so hateful it'll be bye bye this thing's on it's flipping it's fucking eyes turn red like a demon so then I'm like to my sisters but I would say to him, I was I didn't speak to him Christmas Day. I did not speak to him. Ah, I know. But listen, I ah, was young. Here. I was young. I was only 40 at the time. <laughs> listen, so then my I leave it because we I, I was in my sister's room. So I left it on my sister's locker. And she said, Oh, she woke up in the middle of the night. She jumped out of the bed. She was wet. All she heard was Row! And it flipped. And she was like, Jesus, who is it? And all she seen with the red eyes going, Row! And she's kept, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, Diablo, the I devil's here. I didn't mean to make that deal with you. I'm so sorry. And meanwhile, we fly to New York. This is 2005. And in the airport, he bought me the watch <gasps> I wanted. And after you had that big fish, you yeah. little, little bitch. You can say that. We broke up a few weeks later. <laughs> he dumped me over the phone. Now, do you know what? Why? I never knew why. Yeah, I concur, Arthur. You deserved it. He did. He did. Why can't you shame him for breaking up with me? Why are you doing this to you me? You just, like, that's what you deserved. That's what it took at the time. Yeah. yeah. You needed to learn a few lessons before Arthur came back to you. I did learn a few lessons, Pippa. What did and you learn? My one lesson of today is never to speak to you again. <laughs> <laughs> and I think people will be happy to know we've not got even through half the bottle of... Oh, there's, oh, there's a couple of glasses left on her just yet. Okay, it's practically gone, just so you all know. <laughs> I don't know this. Did you ever take part in any nativity plays as a as a wee little girl with second name Mary? Um, I did, of course. But you know what? My memory of that is quite vague. That's the wine. Over yeah, the years I can't happened. actually remember. Amnesia. And yeah, it's the wine. Yeah. No, I tell a lie. I, there's a picture of me somewhere. 
a, a angel and you've the tinsel thing on your head. So you were an angel? Of course. This darling. is surprising. Yeah, I were definitely you, have a picture of me as an angel somewhere. Were you Angel Gabriel? That would be Probably. a substantial but part. But you do know my biggest goal in life when I was young was to be either an actress or a pop star. I did not know this. So I would always like want to have a part in the nativity play or the school play. Um, but I couldn't act and I couldn't dance or sing, Daddy. So you couldn't be either of those two things you wanted? No. Much like when you wanted to be a model? Yeah, same. Okay, so you had your grander ambitions beyond one's beliefs and needs yeah. and requirements. Yeah. But somehow one of them worked out. I almost think that I don't, I probably don't even know. I did not know you wanted to be a pop star or an actress. Yeah. You could have been that a was my, See, Sp- Spice Girls era, that was like my ultimate dream. I was going to be a singer, a pop star. And I'd say to my dad, oh, if only I could sing. And my dad would say, you don't have to sing to be a pop star. You can just go out and fake it. He's right. And I'd say, actually, maybe you have a point. Pippa, <laughs> hopes, dreams, wishes, aspirations for 20 21. My first hope is that I never see you again. Good. I concur. We agree. Cheers on that. I'm joking. That's so. (laughs) (laughs) I could only (laughs) say that (laughs) because I know you and love you so well. Um, My hopes and dreams (sighs) to live life and to experience uh, good times with family and friends freely and openly again. I think that's what we all want, isn't it? To to be able to, to go where we want to go and to do things safely and just to have fun and obviously I'm very like career ambitious but that aside my biggest kind of dream and hope is to just be able to do what we want in 2021. Pippa when you're with me you can do whatever (laughs) you want. Thank you. Why don't you and I raise a glass want to say happy Christmas Eve 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 Eve. Yeah what day is it what year is it? It's 1942. We're still here. We're still here. We still look good. We still, well, I mean, one of us looks great and one of us <laughs> looks <laughs> Cheers to you. Cheers, darling. Happy Christmas. Happy and thank Christmas. you so much for joining me on the last episode of Brian's Big Camp Christmas Chats. Woo! Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. And that's it. Thank you so much for indulging my Christmas obsession. Let us all go forward now, grab the hot chocolate and wait for Father Christmas to spoil us rotten. I hope 2021 brings you joy, laughter and a vaccine. I've been fabulous. Merry Christmas! <laughs>